Welcome back to In the Word. Good morning. How are you guys doing? Doing well. We have a special guest on today, Solomon. Thanks, thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate being here. Yes, I'm, welcome, ex- I'm excited. Solomon. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, Solomon is the WT leader here for the high school ministry. Yep. We've been blessed to have him the past year. It's been about a year, right? Yeah, yeah, one year. Yeah, one year. This last week, actually. Yeah, tell us your journey with where you're at today and how you started. With Calvary? Yeah. So I went to Bible college in Chicago at the Moody Bible Institute. Very moody of you. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> so I studied, got to study the Bible there and do ministry in the city of Chicago, which was so cool. It was Chicago was a great city to be able to go to college because yeah. there's always stuff happening, but it was also a great city to learn how to do ministry because there was so much need all yeah. the time. And so as I continued in school and as I neared graduation, I became really close friends with this guy named Jake Bauer. Let's and go, Jake. Jake grew up at the Boulder campus and over and over again, our senior year just kept bothering me about coming to check out his church and wanting to work at his church. And yep. so I, you know, kind of tossed my resume in and talked and reached out to Chris Barnes. Let's go, Chris. Shout and it was out. just, it was just like, well, you know what, whatever, I'll get Jake off my back. And, you know, that one thing led to another and the rest is history. Ended up at Calvary and loved, loved getting to be here. Mm. Yeah. Oh, well, we love having you. Yeah, we do. That's awesome. Well, we've never done this before, but as you probably have noticed, Josh is not here. Yeah, he's he's silent. He had a little car troubles this morning. So we're going to try calling him in, see if we can overcome this te- technology barrier. Let's see if this works. What do you have, Josh, as your phone contact? Well, there we go. Bro wow, Chacho. Hear it. Bro Chacho. Bro Chacho. Call him Bro Chacho. He should pick up. He's very available at the moment. Hello. Josh, we are live on this podcast with you. How you doing? Oh man, live. I'm doing all right. Not too bad. Yeah. Good morning, Not Josh. Too bad. You ever get your car sorted? No, I didn't. Oh, that's a what bummer. a bummer. Oh my gosh. Yeah, not not a good not a good morning so far. Well, we all had a unique morning. I overestimated <laughs> how quickly I got to the church, and then wait. So you got there early? I got there early, and then how was your morning, Caleb? Well, it was it was good. I I was thinking I was going to be a couple of minutes late because I made some black rifle coffee. Love that so stuff. Good. And uh, I was like, yeah, I'll I'll just make a pitcher for everyone. And so made a pitcher, got in the car, and it dumped everywhere. <laughs> First turn I made. So that was lovely. I had to pull over, clean up some coffee grounds, That's air the Bible out. Just oh, oh. and it was tough. So oh, we, just, yeah. we just finished up this Galatian series. It was awesome going through all this. I know, I know this upcoming week we have this, uh, what would you consider it? Uh, we're doing a event. Christmas party? Yeah, we're doing a Christmas party. And then we'll do, we'll do a Christmas message talking about Jesus becoming a human, human and what that means for us. Yeah. And hoping that students would remember Jesus during this time and also yeah. the ones who get to invite their friends that they would get to hear about Jesus maybe for the first time. Awesome. What, what do we, yeah, what do we have to look forward to this upcoming year? Well, you guys might actually know better than me in terms of our big trip. So, oh. we're, so we get to look forward to Iron Man in March. Let's go. Tis so the we're, season. So we're in the middle of planning Iron Man right now Sweet. and talking through all of what's going to happen when we're out in California. And mm. it'll be my first time. So yes. I'm I'm super pumped to get It'll, to go on this trip for the first time. It's a great trip. I 
it'll be our 27th or 28th year. So almost 30 years. That's how many times you've gone on it, right, Sam? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I've gone <laughs> on, on 22 it. years alive. Yeah. <laughs> since I was born. No, I've been going since my sophomore year of high school. And I've been on three variations of the senior trip. So, I just remember one year they, they buried a whole dumpster on the beach. Yes. That's a good story. There's so many stories. If you ever want to hear this story, go ask Gary Osborne yes. about it. Go bug him. The I, dumpster I, burial. I have heard about the dumpster burial. Like you guys came back and found it. Yeah. They came back the next yeah. year. But, but then but then but then eventually you guys lost it is what I heard after. I think that's the story that's released to the public. <laughs> <laughs> the legal story. Yeah. I yeah. think they found it, but it ended up having to uh they found it again, and I think a mm. police officer or security guard or something came up and was asking them, well, why is this dumpster here? What <laughs> are you guys doing it. with it? And they were like, oh, we just found it. And yeah. they were like, well, it's probably there for a reason. Just bury it back up. Yeah, yeah. we put there for a reason, Mr. Lifeguard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Lifeguard. Yeah, you'll have to ask Gary what year that was. Yeah. But that's a definitely a famous story. A really good one. Well, what I had planned for this morning for the podcast was there, there was really no outline for this podcast, so we're just gonna we're gonna wing it, and now we're really <laughs> winging it now that we've had a crazy morning. I love it. But uh, so I was planning on having you guys all write down your top two Christmas artists. I have it already. I think I got it. Too. You have it already. Yeah. Okay. So now, now we're gonna go around and uh, Solomon guess everyone's uh, top two Christmas artists. I would guess especially for Sam, <laughs> <laughs> Mariah Carey. Oh, uh, okay, okay. And uh, are we? Are we? Man, you can you can just do the top one for yeah. yeah, yeah. I, for I think for Sam, us. Mariah Carey, Caleb. Uh, I think I would put probably like some Christian band up there, <laughs> like like, <laughs> like Phil Wickham mm. and and Josh. I I would say. Maybe something like old school, like Frank Sinatra. Mm. <laughs> uh, okay, That's good. Okay. That's good. All right, let's see. I'm thinking. I'm thinking for Sam. I'm probably gonna have to go Ariana Grande. Or Ariana Grande. <laughs> Ariana. Ariana. Oops. Ariana Grande. Okay. Caleb, I'm probably thinking. I'm also thinking along the same lines of uh, of Solomon. Maybe. Oh, you know what? I think that Caleb's probably like a. Uh, Oh, Pentatonic. That's got to be his favorite. That's a good, that's that's, a good one. That's a good one. That's, yeah, a, good that's one. a good one. And then for Solomon, I, you're a tough one, but I, I'd have to say Michael Buble. Mm. Mm. Mr. Buble or Bubbly. <laughs> Either one. <laughs> I appreciate that, Josh. That's a, yeah, that's yeah. a compliment. <laughs> that is a compliment. So, Dan, what do you think? Josh, you're definitely more like a, a pop um, kind of Christmas guy. So I definitely have a couple of songs in my head that I just don't recall the artists, but like <laughs> NSYNC or the, the Jonas Brothers, that's what I would put Josh as. For Solomon, someone, I think like you're like the classic Christmas, like Andy Williams, Bing Crosby, The Carpenters, um, Bobby Holmes, Jingle Bell Rock. Damn, I think that's Sam just knows all the Christmas yeah. artists. <laughs> Plus, I have it on. Spotify. He's looking on the Spotify right <laughs> yeah. now. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> this isn't from my. This is too early for me to operate. So, 
But I do listen to Christmas from November 1 to January 1. And then <laughs> Caleb's definitely like a Pantonix or a little bit of like Carrie Underwood. Um, uh, I'll, yeah. I'll be honest, you're way off with Carrie Underwood. That was like a, a shot in the dark, yeah. as they say. Caleb, <laughs> 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 right, what do you think? Oh, man, my guess... Sam, I, I'm I'm on the Ariana Grande track with Sam. Okay, I can see him loving that. Or Mariah Carey. Those are both great guesses. Those are probably more Ariana Grande. Josh, I feel like you're true. You're just a classic type of guy. I feel like for Christmas songs. So like Phil Wickham, I could see that. I could also see like a Chris Tomlin. Mm. They do Solomon, I could also see Michael Bublé or Chris Tomlin for you as well. <laughs> so how do we do? Dang. Well. I don't know because I don't know your guys' answers. So you guys gotta help right. me out. Well, I, I can tell you guys mine. Josh and Sam, you nailed it with Pentatonix. Nice. Up there. No way. Let's go. You did nail that one. That's and awesome. Michael Bublé. Ah. And Solomon, you were close because I have a top three. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Not okay. Phil Wickham, but Chris Tomlin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's so good. I also have top three because they're just so good. But um, I will say. Mar- Mariah Carey was correct. No. Yes. Number one for me. <laughs> that is correct. The second one is Matthew West. He has uh-huh. a couple of great albums. His current one, let me pull it up, so give him a shout out. Hopefully he can he listens. Sam, you're just so a sponsor. Matthew West fan. He I am. sponsors us all around. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Matthew. Uh his new song, Come Home for Christmas, listen to it. It is emotional. It makes me want to come home for Christmas. Both spiritually and physically. <laughs> okay. And it's good. And then the third one is Michael Bublé. That's okay. Yep, when I'm in the mood of watching Hallmark movies and just wants to be all sophisticated and romantic, Michael Bublé is right. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, oh, you go ahead, Solomon. Oh, yeah. You guys got me a Michael Bublé. Michael Bublé is number Let's one. <laughs> and... Ooh. Like Phil Wickham is number two. Nice. So the heck yeah, I like rotate between their albums in like the car or in my mornings. So when you listen to Michael Bublé, what do you feel? Do you are you are you similar to my moods or are you just the opposite? <laughs> I it, Michael Bublé's Christmas album just makes me happy. It makes yeah, me happy yeah. too. It just makes me happy, but puts me in a mood too. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this one this one might shock you guys. You guys actually none of you are right on mine. No. So my my number one and oh man, I hope I don't get too much flack for this, but uh, my number one is Justin Bieber. I knew it. No way. Yes. <laughs> he, I he has some good it. Christmas songs. He does put out a pretty fire album. Can mistletoe? I guess I was just going to guess that is it Mistletoe? Yeah, I do really like Mistletoe. Mistletoe so good. <laughs> I'm I'm a fan. I hey. was, I was, Kate and I were sitting in the car the other day, and I was telling her, oh, this is what I'm, I'm thinking we'll start off the podcast, telling each other our favorite Christmas artists. And she's like, who's yours? And I was like, Justin Bieber. <laughs> and, <laughs> she was, and I was like, yeah, Mistletoe, it's so good. To yes. play and she's like, it doesn't even mention Jesus. No, and it doesn't. Like, <laughs> yeah, yep, you're right. Well, Man. next uh, topic I had for us was just kind of, what's a favorite Christmas tradition that you guys have? Mm. Um, and I can start us off while you guys think of one since yeah. I'm putting you on the spot here, but I'd say a favorite Christmas tradition for me, I have two that come to mind. 
the first one is probably putting up Christmas lights. Yeah. I feel like every, every time, every year I'm like, Oh man, I really don't want to not doing it. It's like, there's a certain day of the year where it hits and it's like, Oh, it's time to put up Christmas lights. Yeah. So I always love putting up Christmas lights. Um, second one is probably my family started doing, um, doing this every year. So my dad always grew up and Christmas time was not a fun time of year for, for him and his family. It was always very hectic, lots of arguing, just lots of family drama. Mm -hmm. So my dad started something with our family and he's like, you know what? On Christmas day, we're not going to go around. We're not going to rush around everywhere to five different houses. We're just going to spend the day just our family we're gonna wake up in our pjs mm. and do nothing all day but hang out with our family i love that so we started doing that man as pretty much as long as i can remember and it's that that's just my favorite thing about christmas it's mm. just like well not my favorite thing but that's just one of my favorite traditions is just waking up just hanging out with family yeah that's i will good. say it, that is definitely something i can relate to josh and i are brothers and so just Something my dad did back then really had an impact today in mm. my life mm. because I've grown up loving Christmas and it's just such a contrast to where my dad grew up yeah. hating Christmas and not really hating it, just hating everything involved with it yeah. saying, yeah, I got to drive around. This isn't a truly special day. Mm. And my dad changed something when we were young to yeah. make it a special day. And it's something that Josh holds to true to today something that i hold true to with my wife uh it's just something special that we can spend christmas morning Mm -hmm. truly looking at the christmas story yeah with our wives it's awesome that's awesome yeah that's so good yeah growing up christmas my family went back and forth and how much we did like lights or Mm -hmm. the tree or whatever and my parents couldn't really decide but the thing that i always looked forward to as like as i so I'm the oldest of five kids. So as I was reaching the end of high school, at least the older four of us were all like old enough where we could start to buy each other gifts. Mm-hmm. And so even though sometimes there was like some controversy in our household about how much we should celebrate Christmas or how much we should do this and that, we, we all bought each other gifts. Mm. And so every year now still all of my siblings will buy each other gifts. And I've been so encouraged to see like my younger siblings, they go all out for each other. Mm. And so they, mm. they will buy like hundreds of dollars worth of things <laughs> that's for, awesome. for individuals <laughs> that's at Christmas. Awesome. Yeah. So that's been super cool to get to see the generosity between, between our siblings. Mm. And one of our, my new <coughs> traditions, I think, because this, this will be the second Christmas Kelsey and I will have together married. Nice. She makes the most killer Christmas desserts. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> and so, yeah, like Christmas bark and cookies. Oh, I, nice. Okay. Yeah. She she does great. Yeah, has great desserts at Christmas. She trying to fatten you up like Santa Claus? <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I just give up this month. <laughs> I can't. That's good. That's really good. Um, I think for me, I have a very unique upbringing with Christmas just because of how many there are in my family. So I'm one of 12 in my family, in my immediate family, and then my extended family. My dad's side, my grandpa has 22 grandkids. 
And then on my mom's side, there's about 15 of us. So Christmas, we did go around and go to everybody's house and all that stuff. And so it was a very busy time for my family. So we always cut down our tree every year. So there's one memory of when we did that. We went up to the mountains. I don't recall where, but in the mountains as you go and get your tree. So we found one tree. It looked like tall enough for our ceiling, and it was the right one my mom wanted. We cut it down. We all had our part to carry it down, and after we cut it down, we realized this may be too big. (laughs) (laughs) And so we were like, all right, everybody has to help take this tree down to the van. And this is a van like the church has, 12-passenger van. And so we didn't have any straps. We didn't have anything. No straps? No straps. We were unprepared. We somehow forgot the straps. (laughs) And so we were thinking, how are we going to transport this tree? So my mom was like, all right, we're just going to throw it in the van. No way. So we had a tree inside the van with with all all of us. And the van was full of kids. Oh, my goodness. And so we transported the tree inside the van down the mountain. And then we got to the house. Once we got it up, the tree was at least five feet bigger than the ceiling. (laughs) So we had extra tree. Like a 25-foot tree. Yeah, and we have a 20-foot ceiling. Did you just, like, cut the top off and then maybe put it We just trimmed down the stem. Oh. And to the point (laughs) where it was sufficeful. Then the night after we got it decorated, and we, like, it took the rest of the day because it was huge. And we had to use, like, the catwalk, and we we decorated all the way up to the top. Wow. And then one night, around 10 o'clock, that same night, we heard a thud. No. And so we all woke up, and a tree was gone. It fell over in the living room. Somehow it missed our ceiling fan, but in the railing, it took the stools or whatever you call them, but it got... really top heavy to the point where it just fell over and it ruined a lot of our decorations. And we had the last year you did a tree like that. Oh, we did. We did not do. We did a a Charlie Brown next year. (laughs) (laughs) My mom was like, we're not doing that. We're going to go as minimal on this tree. (laughs) Oh my God. That's funny. That's one of those things. You know what? Cutting down your own tree. I respect it, but yeah, it's just not for me. Not for me. (laughs) Too messy. I like it for the idea, and like I said, yeah. it puts me in the mood, but yep, I don't know. That's funny. Dang. Well, the last thing I have for us, uh, the last topic I have is, what is something that is the most meaningful for you around Christmas time? Mm. <clears throat> and I can start us off again while you guys think of yours, but I think for me, the you know, we get close close to Christmas and we start thinking of gifts we want to buy our family members and, you know, our siblings and our spouses. And so I, I always, every year I try to go just, I I really just want to find the perfect gift for each person. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Oh, I just, I really like, that's something that I strive for. It's like, Oh, I just want to find the perfect gift, something that they're just going to love so much. And I, the reason that I love that so much is because God, when he sent his son into the world, that is the perfect gift for us. That's what we needed. That's what God sent sent us to save us. Like God sent the perfect gift, the ultimate gift, something that we never deserved, we could never earn. 
and he just gave it to us as a free gift. And so that's, that's the whole reason that we celebrate Christmas is God sending his son to be born of a virgin being coming down as a human in human form. And I just, yeah, uh, it's, it's every time I think about that, it's just, that gets me. So that's the most meaningful thing for me around Christmas time. Mm, that's so good. Yeah. I think one of the things that I think about is just the generosity of people this time of year. Yeah. Mm. It's it just, it's so impactful, so meaningful. Yeah. The other thing that I love too is just seeing like Christmas Eve service and mm-hmm. just seeing how many people show up. Yeah. yeah. It, it's just, it's so encouraging to me to see that people still want or somewhat know that they need to be in church to hear what God did for us with Jesus. Yeah. And it's part of me seeing that it's it, it just, it is an encouragement to see the love that the church has for these people. Yeah. It, they don't have this approach of, okay, you're not here the rest of the year. So I'm going to condemn you for that. It's just this love and this generosity that they show through this time in this season. Yeah. It is just like when I come in, in on a Sunday service, uh, Calvary here, we have services at, I think it's like one, three, five, and seven. They're, they're yep. doing a bunch this year. Exactly. But it's because they're going to just be packed out and they know it. Yeah. And, and that's just what is awesome to see is these people that are coming. This might even be the, for the first time ever, but hearing the gospel and hearing yeah. really why we're here, what we're talking about, what we're celebrating. And that's, that's what's awesome for me to see. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. As I grow up and one of the things that I love has to be just the Christmas Eve service and just seeing all of our friends and, and community and our family together at one time. And um, that's something that I love. As I work in retail, I see, I guess, the not-so-beauty part of the holidays, yeah. of just people rushing and buying and... The money grab. Uh, the money grab and the deals and spend more so you can save less. But I, what I love... Uh, I think Gary said so well, spend less so you can give more during this time. And so I think Calvary's way of their advent of giving back, especially with our sponsors, not our sponsors, but our partners that we're trying to give back with, growing the church and helping out with Ukraine and then also growing inside of our own church is really cool. And so I just want to challenge that of like, if you want to learn more, go to Calvary.com, I think is it. Advent. Heart of Advent. Heart of Advent to learn more of how we can give back so we can um, spend less and so that we can give more. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I was just talking with Kelsey yesterday about how bad I've been in this Advent season to reflect on spiritual things, like to reflect on Jesus becoming a human. Um, Mm. And, you know, last night we, and we tried to do like one at least like one devotional together a week. And we have like a night where we do like a special dinner together and like try to like sit down. And so last night we were able to pull out, she, she's been way more faithful than me to, to read through an Advent, like an actual Advent devotional every day. And so just getting to read through together and getting to reflect. And, and, you know, I think something, something that I didn't realize until my youth pastor uh, told me, or I might have not even known until Bible college Actually, in our Advent season, as as Christians historically, post like now now that we're Christians who like we we live on this side of Jesus' death and resurrection, Advent is a time where we look back to when Jesus became a human. But we we're also looking back, like we're also sitting and waiting, in in, in a similar sense, 
of how the Jews for hundreds and hundreds of thousands of years waiting for their Messiah to come, like waiting for this King to come and to restore all these things. And, and they, and Jesus came and we, we live on the other side of that, but now we we're still waiting. Like we still wait for Christ as he's promised again, he has come, but he's coming again. And so in, in a lot of, in a lot of ways, as we reflect back on Jesus becoming a human, we're on this side of Jesus' death and resurrection we're also waiting and it teaches us to prepare for his coming again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so special. That's yeah. I have, uh, I have one more thing maybe too, to add in. Yeah. So in this upcoming season, I know we just talked about the joys that we have in our lives. And I'm hoping you guys have joys as well in your lives. But for those that don't have joys, I just, I would encourage you guys to reach out to your leaders, yeah. reach out to us. Uh, we're we're going to have social media put up there. We're going to have a, email that you can email us yeah. questions at we'd love to pray for you guys pray for anything that's going on in your life or your families yeah but we'd also encourage you guys to come to church on christmas eve share that this is a perfect event share to your friends to your family to anyone that might not have an outlet to go to on yeah. christmas eve there's four services here at calvary and there's one online I got to share this because my, I, I love this because my wife is singing. So I'm like, yeah. I can go tell all my neighbors about this. <laughs> yeah. Come to church. Hear my wife She's sing. She's so good. I, yeah. I just have to brag on her a little bit. But That's amazing. She's the next Taya Smith. Wow. She, <laughs> I think she is. Oh, I know. Yeah. She's pretty good. But yeah, seriously, come yeah. to church uh, Christmas Eve. Come see us. If, if you can't make it, watch online. Yeah. Definitely some great things in store, especially this upcoming year. I'm excited to see what WT has in store. Excited that you're here with us, Solomon. So yeah. thanks for joining us. Yeah, Thank love you. being here, guys. Yeah, tune in next week. We'll see you guys. We'll see you.